Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to the Oprah the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for exceptional 21st century living. My very good friend Marie D. Jones is back, and we're going to be talking about her new book, The New Witch, Your Guide to Modern Witchcraft, Wicca, Spells, Potions, Magic, and more. And you guys know um, by listening to uh, these other shows, uh, she brings it. She gives us really good sound information. And today we're going to be talking about this wonderful book that just uh, was released on October 1st. So hot off the presses. And for all of you guys who just tune into witches and witchcraft and all of that at Halloween time, this is your perfect show to listen to so you can learn that it's more than just Halloween. Now the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks of these energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that's been holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. Now, a bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional and I am the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network a 501c3 nonprofit. I also authored two books. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. Now, my clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help Oh. Uh, you can find out more about me and the services I offer by visiting my website, and that's MoniqueChapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest, Marie D. Jones, is back, and she's the author of over 15 nonfiction books on the paranormal, conspiracies, ancient knowledge, unseen mysteries, and cutting-edge science, and, uh, and we're going to again today be featuring her new book The New Witch. Uh, She's a regular contributor to New Dawn magazine, uh, Fate, Paranormal magazine and other periodicals and she has been interviewed on over a thousand radio shows worldwide including Coast to Coast AM and has appeared on the History Channel's Ancient Aliens and she lives in Southern California and you can check her out at her website and that's mariedjones.com again that's mariedjones.com welcome back Marie Oh, it is always so good to be back. Thank you. You're welcome. I absolutely love the new book, um, The New Witch. Folks, this book is 
full of illustrations, colored illustrations. She's got graphics, uh, beautiful photos, and filled with intense, I should say, information. But she gets right to the point. She pulls no punches, but it's a very easy, readable book on everything witchy. And um, Marie, thank you so much for writing this. What prompted you to write a book on the modern witch? So I had been asked by my publisher uh, a while ago to do a book on called Earth Magic. And, and it was really cool because I had been thinking a lot at the time about, excuse me, I'm losing my voice, about how we needed to get back to, to nature, to get back to looking at nature as not something that needed to be dominated, but something that had so many gifts to give us in terms of peace and, and harmony and health and mm-hmm. healing and herbs and plants and all this. So I wrote Earth Magic, and I was writing it mainly from the point of old traditions, pagan, shaman, which Wiccan older traditions and how they worshipped and revered the earth and what the gifts were. And then we started thinking, hey, wouldn't it be really cool to look at the new witch? Because the new witch, it's kind of a sister book. It takes all of that into the modern, technologically driven times of today where witchcraft and Wicca and all of these other earth traditions are now on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and and LinkedIn. People are learning and sharing information through technology, even Mm -hmm. though you would think, well, wait a minute, these are old ancient traditions. You know, what have they got to do with modern cutting edge technology? So it really was an opportunity for me to present a lot of there's you know, some general information for people that don't know anything about witchcraft, Wicca, mm-hmm. earth traditions, but also what it looks like today in in light of all of these modern ways that we have of communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. So who is the new witch? I mean, is it just, you know, females, older ladies, or is it the young girls, are men involved? Um, who is this this new person that has decided to go on to discover discover a religion because i i call wicca a religion maybe other people don't right yeah or spiritual system well what's Mm -hmm. interesting is you know there's always been the stereotype of a witch being a woman an older woman, a woman, a woman, woman of a certain age, they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the truth is that even, you know, even in the 60s and 70s and 80s, there were male witches and there were young people, but there wasn't really a whole lot of opportunities for young people to find out about this because, you know, we were limited back then to either learning about something if you happen to meet a witch and they told you or what you saw on TV or in the movies, which was often a, a, just a ridiculous portrayal, mm-hmm. or, you know, going to the library. Remember the library? But mm-hmm. so today, there's been this massive influx of younger people, male and female, because younger people are active on all of the social media outlets and they're 
they, they use the internet. I, I still know a lot of people that are older that don't use the internet. They just don't feel like learning. You know, they figure I've been here 75 years. I don't <laughs> really don't uh-huh. need to learn now. But so you have all these young people that have access to things that we didn't have maybe many of us growing up, opportunities to learn and share knowledge and discover things that are literally, they spend all their time when they're not in school or at their jobs online. Uh-huh. You know, they're on these social media outlets. So I would say that the new witch is really anybody, any age, gender, what have you, gay, lesbian, you name it. There's liberal witches, conservative witches, you name it. Uh-huh. Who who has embraced the old ways and the new technology. That's kind of how I see it. It's, it's, it's the merging of the two. Okay. So we're embracing the old ways and we're using technology. So is it that um, you still have to be part of a coven or can you be solitary? Do you have to be a white witch or a black witch or gray witch? I mean, how does all of that fit together? I think if anything goes, it's kind of like social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, if you're very, very social and you love to work with groups, yeah, I have friends that are in covens and they love it. You know, you can have a similar gender coven, you can have a co-ed, and, and it's almost like social groups. Like you might have a group of girlfriends that you go out with once a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people want to just do their own thing. And recently, because we've all been locked down and at home, I think the solitary witch has just exploded in popularity because you can do your own thing at home or wherever you live, but you can also connect to other people to keep up that social connection Uh and to learn or ask, hey, you know, how do you make candles? I'm terrible at it. Or... You know, I mix these herbs together and they taste awful. Or do you know of an herb that helps with stomach ailments? So there's there's that community that you can tap into at any time. Uh-huh. But obviously, I think, you know, a lot of people are just doing their own thing. And I think people today, because they have access to so much different information, it, especially I'm even seeing this in some traditional religions, is that Uh people are finding bits and pieces of what they like. Like, Uh you may not like ritual. You may not like candles. Maybe you're allergic to them. You know, there's no Uh hard and fast rules that you have to perform candle magic or you need to do these structured rituals when maybe you're the free-spirited, spontaneous type who doesn't like to be told what to do. Uh So it's anything goes but... You follow the basic moral and ethical rules and understanding of Wicca and witchcraft. The main one, which is that you, you know, do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. The law is threefold. What uh-huh. you put out there comes back to you three times. Now, you know, you asked about white witchcraft, gray, black. There are to me, if you're practicing black witchcraft, you really aren't a witch. If you're cursing people, if you're casting spells for someone's downfall or to hurt someone, 
you're not a real witch. You do mm-hmm. not have that basic understanding of the first moral law and ethical code mm-hmm. of witchcraft. And that is that you, it's all going to come back to you. So, if, you know, if you're crazy or stupid enough to do that, go for it. But, um, you know, and I remember hearing, oh, groups of witches, like, putting curses on people. It's like, come on. You know, yeah. that's the media's version of mm-hmm. what a witch is. But that's not the reality. Uh-huh. And now one of the negatives of technology is that because it's sort of anything goes and anybody now can call themselves a witch or put up an Instagram account, is that you do have to kind of have some discernment. And so if you, if you are following someone on, say, Facebook, and they're, you know, casting spells to hurt their ex, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a red flag. Yeah, um, to hurt anybody. I mean, you know, the wicked read, you know, do no harm. And exactly. I think a lot of people uh, misunderstand what a witch truly is based on Hollywood. Um, you know, you think back to the TV shows Bewitched and, you know, like, oh, my goodness, you can twitch your nose and anything can happen. And, well, not really. <laughs> I tried that uh, when I was little and it never worked, darn it. I, 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 mean, I couldn't get my nose to twitch, so I knew I was going to like dead in the water. I, 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 I couldn't that do so that. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> or but genie. It, Remember, I turned the oh, yes. to blink, you know? Yeah, yeah that, that didn't work for me, and plus I didn't want to be in the bottle, nope. so that, that didn't work for me. Nope, but let's talk, nope. <laughs> let's talk about some of the things that, you know, um, are out there regarding Wicca witchcraft that are truly false, like all witches wear black 24-7, or that men that are in witchcraft are called warlocks. Talk to us about that. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of those things come from Hollywood. They're so stereotypical. But also a lot of those things originated hundreds of years ago during the times of the Inquisition and all of the witch trials in Europe and here. And they are stereotypes that were meant to label someone as being evil if they went against the church, if they, you know, like hundreds of years ago, a woman who used herbs to help Uh cure someone of a stomachache was considered a witch Mm. because she was literally bypassing the power of the church to be able to heal. Uh Healers were, they were, you know, labeled evil. They were satanic which is funny because that's another myth is that witches worship satan now witches don't believe in satan satan is a judeo-christian entity deity that is not a part of the belief system of witches or wiccans or pagans or shamans or any of these earth traditions now Mm -hmm. the wearing black thing I had actually read a, a, a few different explanations for that, and I'll tell you my favorite after. I, so one of the main ones is that it is a, um, it's a powerful, it's a, a color, it's reflective. It's just something that a lot of women like to do, um, uh-huh. and the, <laughs> the reason I think is because, you know, black makes you look thin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was like, you should see my closet. You open my closet door. Everything is black. I might mm-hmm. have two flowered things in there. But it, it's just a a color that kind of became the norm. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. probably based on those older stereotypes, but there are witches that wear colorful, colorful outfits and flowing gowns and anything goes. Now, there's no pointy hats except at Halloween when people wear the stereotyped costume, which is great fun. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, the, the cauldron with all the lizard parts mm-hmm. actually is really nothing more than a symbol of the, the, some kind of cauldron or bowl that witches would mix their herbs and their um, elixirs and things in, minus the animal parts. So it's mm-hmm. so hard to look at all of these stereotypes um, and, and you know, try to figure out, well, which ones are really accurate and which ones aren't, because most of them aren't. And, again, now that we have social media, you can go get onto Instagram and look at some of the bigger accounts, and all you'll see are witches that are making beautiful um, candles or altar items or talking about the moon rituals that they're doing and how mm-hmm. at the new moon it's a good time to clear out the path. That the, you know, the full moon is when you can use the law of attraction at its strongest and you don't see any of those stereotypes. They don't exist in the real world of witches and wiccans. Yeah, and, and you know, you just mentioned um, the full moon. This Halloween coming on um, 31st, it's a full moon, folks. Okay, so we've got a lot of magic going on because Halloween is, you know, the time of the thinning of the veils where it's, you know, the thinnest. Anybody who chooses, and choice is an operative word here, can access information from the other side. So, or people, so be careful who you think about and who you bring in. But it's it's right. wonderful that you can you know this is a, a, it's going to be a powerful time to attract. However, just remember we're still in Mercury retrograde, so if it can go yes. wrong, uh, it will go wrong. <laughs> it will. Be be careful what you wish for. It's such a good statement, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because it took me years. So in, in the world of, of witchcraft, Halloween is is Sawing, and there's a couple mm-hmm. of other different pronunciations. And I remember, you know, when I was younger and I first saw the word, I, I always said champagne. Oh, it's champagne. Huh. People talk to me like, what are you? Uh-huh. No, well, that's, that's how, it, how you pronounce it. Yeah, that's how it looks, right? <laughs> but it, yeah, and it's actually, you know, it's one of the big Sabbaths, which are the, the holidays or times mm-hmm. of celebration for witches and Wiccans. And it really is, it, it aligns perfectly with our Halloween and, you know, the Day of the Dead celebrations um, in Mexico and other countries, and it's all about, the, it's, it's about, the step, like you said, that sitting in the veil, acknowledging those who've passed on, not being afraid mm-hmm. of death, celebrating it, making it a part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also a time when we're winding down and what, the harvest has been, you know, brought in and the days are getting shorter and it's getting darker mm-hmm. and the light is diminishing. And it's kind of a time of preparation for Yule, the coming of winter, Yule. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you that since I was a little girl, you would think that summer would be a child's favorite time because you know there's no school and it's warm and you go swimming but I always loved autumn and fall 
I, mm. I loved Thanksgiving. I loved mm-hmm. October. First of all, it's my birthday month. But oh, okay. I always loved <laughs> the changing of the leaves and it would get darker sooner. And you knew that Christmas was coming. There was all that anticipation. Mm-hmm. And so I, this is my time of year. I absolutely love it. Even though in Southern California, you wouldn't know the seasons are changing. <laughs> because True. we just have one season. Um, but so this is what witchcraft and Wicca and all of these traditions are. They celebrate the natural cycles and what the moon is doing and what the sun is doing and, you know, how you honor each time of the year. And, and now being able to share some different ideas and, oh, look at this craft that I made, you guys, for, for Yule. You know, you can make them for your friends for gifts. It's really gotten to be so mainstream in a way. Uh-huh. A lot of the more traditional practitioners kind of complain. And I can understand you want to make sure that the teaching, you know, the original traditional teachings stay strong. And I see, I see some people that are not honoring that, but uh-huh. I see a lot more that do. And I see them not only honoring the old and the ancient, but bringing in all these new aspects and embracing it and making it really Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fun and enjoyable and life-giving and uplifting. Um, you know, and, and okay. encouraging people to go outside. <laughs> Yeah, be with nature, you know, because, I mean, you know, if you're in a funky mood or you're just, like, depressed um, for whatever reason, if you sit outside, you know, put your feet on the grass under (gasps) dirt, it will instantaneously shift your energy, raise that vibration. I always say, go out and look at a tree. Yeah, <laughs> or better yet, lean up against the back of it. First of all, ask right. for permission, and second of all, thank it when you're done, because you're, you know, it's an energy being, even though it's a tree, and you know, you're giving it your energy so it can help cleanse you. So exactly. shows appreciation. But um, it's just amazing. Now, go ahead. Oh well, I was going to say that you know, whenever I'm stressed out from working and everything going on in the house, quote-unquote. And I'll go outside and I'll look at the trees and I'll think, they don't give a crap, excuse me, my French, <laughs> about <laughs> the human dramas that we're all complaining about on social media or politics or this or that. They don't care. They mm-hmm. are being, they are growing, they are existing. And after five minutes out in nature listening to the birds, you almost forget 
about all the stuff going on inside the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, until you mm-hmm. look at your cell phone again. And that's one of the ways that I think technology trips us up and harms us today is that, it, you know, we, we don't know how to balance being able to use technology for positive things we're so addicted to. Mm-hmm. It's a constant flow of information and, and constant connection where people can access you 24-7. Yeah. Well, we've got to get so, out of drive-through yeah. society mentality. You know, oh, I mean, it, yeah. it's not instantaneous. You know, I do a lot of work with spirit release. And, you know, I explain to people that it's a process and we're going to do A, B, C, D, and E. And right. they're like, no, I want it done now. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. That's why you didn't yeah. have success because it doesn't work that way mm-hmm. and we have to tune in but you know let me talk to you about um, spells and incantations you know because when you say witch or witchcraft spells come to mind you know and to me a spell is nothing but focused energy upon something so talk to us about the spells and incantations and if they really do work that's what I love the most is that people will say ooh witchcraft Thinky, oh, you know, you're making deals with the devil. You hear all this stuff about people's mouths, and you're just like, <laughs> do some research, please. But mm-hmm. the funny thing is that a lot of the people that work with law of attraction and uh, manifestation, and like you said, focused intent and focused attention, in order to succeed at things in life, basically what they're doing is they're spell casting. Mm-hmm. It is the same thing. What makes it different with witchcraft and Wicca is that there's a lot of symbolism and items that represent certain things. There's correspondences with colors of this candle or that gemstone. So they, it's not just doing your affirmations or putting forth a focused intention. You're also bringing in all kinds of symbolic items and the power of ritual which alters your state of consciousness so that it allows you to, to really focus on what you want to manifest. So it's bringing in things that appeal not just to the conscious mind, which are your spoken words, but things that appeal to the subconscious. Now, this is what witches and Wiccans have known for years, you know, that you can't just say a spell. You have to believe it. You have to engage the subconscious because if the subconscious isn't on board, nothing is going to happen. So, yeah, it's really cool to see the similarities between the two. And I actually think it really is just the same thing, but with different bells and whistles, I guess you could say. Different ways of using the laws of nature and the forces of nature to bring about the things that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, always keeping in mind that, you know, the, the law of threefold that don't put out bad intentions or bad spells. It will come mm-hmm. back to you. Um, but also using things like if, you know, if you need more financial abundance, you would light a gold or a green candle. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you do not have a lot of love in your life, you might hold a rose quartz. Mm-hmm. Or have a beautiful rose and have a little altar where you have these symbolic items that you really resonate with and are important to you. And all that does is fortify and strengthen the connection with your subconscious 
to what your conscious mind is putting forth. Well, you know, you just said something that's absolutely beautiful, and that's the subconscious, because all creation, in my opinion, happens in the subconscious, like form follows thoughts, so our thoughts are in our subconscious. So if you're not aware of what your subconscious is putting out there, and you're consciously saying, well, I want a new car, but subconsciously you're saying I can't afford it, guess what, folks? You're taking away that energy of the new car because the subconscious yeah, is really believing, right? It's like canceling out what you're saying. Or, <laughs> even worse, you know, I've, I've always thought this is really funny, but it's really not. I've heard uh, people say, you know, don't just say you want a million dollars because you could get hit by a car and injured for life and just mm-hmm. win a million dollar lawsuit. Mm-hmm. That's not really the best way to get so you it's weird because you have to be specific just enough mm-hmm. but you also shouldn't be so specific that you close yourself off to possibilities that you can't quite envision. And that for me that took years and years to figure out. It's like, oh my gosh, okay, how specific am I supposed to get here? Mm-hmm. Oh, do I want, you know, if I want a red car, well, maybe there's a purple one out there that's, you know, better suited. And yeah. I think that trips a lot of people up. So with spells, as with law of attraction, a lot of times what you really want to cast a spell for might be a way that you want to feel Uh rather than a very specific item. Like instead of casting a spell for a new Toyota Corolla, you might cast for the absolute perfect, safest new car in the highest and best way for the good of all concerned. Now, by saying that, what you're doing is making sure that you don't get that car in a dangerous way or a harmful way. And, you know, it could end up being that somebody has a car that they give you, and it's not a Toyota Corolla. It's a, you know, whatever. And, um, it might, and it's perfect for you. Yeah, yeah, it might be even better. Yeah. When, when I, you know, work, I always put out there what I want. And then at the end of it, um, first of all, I write it down. Because to me, the written word is very strong, very powerful. And I date it for the day that I'm doing it, because you want to bring it into present time. And I sign my given name first middle and last to it because that means it's coming to you then I write down whatever it is that I want my laundry list if you will but at the bottom of it I put this or something better because I might I love it yeah you know I might be asking for a Ferrari but you know I'm really better served with a Rolls Royce boy that would be a horrible dilemma to be in I know really I really have to but no I do the same thing and I love it because it's sort of like that nullifies any potential for um for you blocking something that might mm-hmm. be better because you can't quite envision it at the time. Yeah. And it also, you know, and I always like to add for the highest good of all concerns so yes. that I don't get, end up get, and it, and it took me a long time to figure out how important that was. And I would, you know, like with witchcraft, what I see a lot too on social media are people saying, could, you know, could you um, do cast a spell so that I could get this particular guy to like me? A lot, a lot of young people do this. And now, if somebody takes money to do that, I think that's wrong. Um, but you, I'm not, it's not wrong to take money because you are providing a service. But 
you don't want to cast a spell for a particular person. You want to cast a spell for a particular type of relationship because you might get that person mm-hmm. and they may be abusive. They may be a serial killer. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, so that's very important. It's having that balance between wanting to ask for specifics but keeping it general enough so that the best the best good can come from it. And that's and you know, writing spells is just as important as saying them because we mm-hmm. know the written word and the spoken word both have power and you exactly. together and they're even twice as powerful. Yeah. You know, um, Maria, I want to touch on what you just said about, you know, spells and, and relationships and all that. When I was nineteen um, there was this guy, his name, I'll just use the name Pete, and I just had to be with Pete, okay, I, you know, he was like Adonis to me, and I just had to be with him, so I worked a spell, and I got Pete to, you know, ask me out and to be his girl, and about two weeks into the relationship, Pete looked at me, and he goes, you know what, I don't even like you, I don't know why I'm here, <gasps> and I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> So, yes, it will work, okay, but he had no interest. I mean, he was a nice guy and everything, and we've remained friends over the years, but he had no interest in me romantically, you know, and he said, you know, I don't know. Huh? And later on, yeah, when when we were in our thirties, yeah, I I told him. Did he laugh? Yeah, and he thought it was funny, but he was also like he couldn't believe he could be manipulated that way. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, when I was young, you know, I was pretty strong with what I wanted. We're all connected. The force is there. People learn how to manipulate it. Mm -hmm. They can shift it. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that's a perfect example of that, though. I don't even like. You. Yeah, that <laughs> I mean, he, those were his exact words. I don't even like you. I don't even know why I'm here. And I'm like, well, what do you, you know? And of course, the tears and the waterworks and all of that. And then, you know, later on, as I sat and reflected on it, I'm like, well, why would I force myself, force my energy on someone yeah, who exactly. doesn't like me in that way? I mean, he thought I was a decent person and all that. He just didn't like me romantically. You know, right. and, uh, and and that was a huge lesson. That was a huge but lesson. You for also me. had to have felt like a, a, the positive aspect of that is you. It also showed you though that it works. Yeah. So we know it works, mm-hmm. but we have to make sure we fine tune it. So that we don't end up with Pete, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't even like you. Why am I here? <laughs> and and that, that threw me so off because it it actually yeah. happened at a roller rink, and I don't even roller skate. I can't roller skate to save my life. <laughs> you know, so I mean, but everything was coming together. Say. Yeah, having him say, you know, why am I here? To mm-hmm. me, I would have been, yeah, I would have been really crushed because you know, when you're young, that's yeah, like, ah, rejection. But that would have really been like, oh wow, why is he here? Well, because I, I. I so then you. <laughs> you could, then you realize that you do have the power to do this, and that's where it becomes an individual choice. After that, if you're going to mm-hmm. use that for good, for the good of just you, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the yeah. good of everybody around you, or you know, if you're going to manipulate people, yeah, it wasn't and for I his highest good. Exactly. Or you guys could have ended up together and then 40 years later, <laughs> I don't even like you. I yeah, it didn't take him that long. Good that he did it quickly, right? But that yeah. is such a great uh, you know, example of 
the, the how to be careful with this. It's not kid mm-hmm. stuff. It's not a hobby. Uh-uh. It's very serious to the people that practice it, even though a lot of it looks fun and colorful and, you know, you get to dance and make candles and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It, that, it, that at the core, at the foundation, is a very powerful and very serious way of being in the world and working in alignment with the forces of the world. Yes. And, and ladies, those of you who are thinking about calling me and saying, hey, put a spell on someone so they like me, no, I don't do that. <laughs> okay. Just to be clear, no. I don't do that. But, you know, yeah. Marie, talk to us about witchcraft. And during this time, we're in, the, in this pandemic. We don't know when it's going to, you know, when we're going to have whatever to heal and move forward. How is witchcraft working within this pandemic? It's funny because there's always going to be things that happen in life, either to individually or to the collective, that on the surface look completely negative, Mm -hmm. right? We're all locked down. People are losing their businesses. You know, people are not feeling well. But where this comes into play is finding the opportunities to see the positive the opportunities for growth, for new connection. You are at home. You still can get online and you can learn. You can share. You can let some of the creative parts of yourself that you never, excuse me, allowed yourself to express come forth. Write that novel. Learn how to make soaps. You know? uh-huh. um, but also it's pushing us back to a basic of a basic level of existence where I think a lot of people are going into deep self-reflection. You know, you're alone more. You have time to think. You have time to look at your life. Where is it working? Where is it not working? Uh You have time to get out in the backyard and look up at the moon and, and rediscover the stars and the trees and, you know, and, and our health. And one uh of the best things about, witchcraft with the the new traditions is the reliance on nature for healing and how nature literally has a cure in the form of an herb or a plant or a root or a shoot uh, for everything that ails us. And we can take this time to learn about some of the ways that we can find health naturally, you know, natural alternatives to allopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. So I think that Witches, witches, by nature, are very reflective, you know, inner reflective people, but who also have a deep connection with the earth and with the web of interconnectivity with their fellow humans and the animals and the birds and all the living things. When we're all in a normal state of operation, we're too busy, too crazy, too distracted to ever feel that. Now... We've kind of been forced yeah. to be alone more. And I think more people are feeling that connection. Like, oh, wow. Oh, you know, people. some people knew it was always there. Others are just now waking up to it. And I think that's what's really important is getting back to, I think everybody is a little bit witch, a little bit of a mm-hmm. Wiccan, you know, depending on mm-hmm. what particular tradition you're drawn to. I think we are, we all have this, connection within us 
we all want to dance under the moon and feel the power of nature and you know take control of our health and put out our spells for the things that we want in life i think we Mm -hmm. have all we all have that inside of us yeah and you know what ladies and gentlemen too just do it, you know. Um, the full moon, Halloween, if you have kids and you have to do the trick or well, I don't know if trick-or-treating is a good idea during the pandemic, but whatever you do, later on that night, if you have a backyard, go into the backyard, take off your clothes and just do your little dance, whatever your little dance is, and set some positive intention around it. Go, yeah. uh, if you're, you know, you're living in an apartment complex, if you can go on the balcony, you know, or just if, if you have to be inside and you can see the moon, turn off the lights and do it there. I mean, get creative and, you know, really embrace the inner you because I think, you know, Marie, you said it, all of us are a bit witchy. It's just a matter of tuning in to or tuning back right. into who we are. So, I you agree. know, it I would agree. be a, a perfect time um, to do this. But, Marie, our time is almost up. What word of wisdom would you like to impart with us regarding the new witch? I think it's a great book for anybody that feels like they want to express some kind of spiritual belief system or tradition or be involved with it. But the, you know, the traditional religions don't quite fit. They're not a fit for that. Yeah, they love to, they love nature and they love doing things and making things because a lot of witch, witches and, you know, they're very creative people. Uh-huh. They're in touch with that creative force. So check it out, you know, check it out, read the book, go online, see what's out there and see where you fit in and you might find that you are indeed a new witch. You will. And, you know, um, folks, the book is, you know, just over 300 pages. But again, it reads like a novel. It's so full of information. Like I just opened up the book to page 198 just randomly. And it's talking about um, cleansing and smudging, talking about white sage and how you can use that. And it's also a natural antibacterial. And we kind of need that in these days. And rosemary and black sage. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's more than just, you know, Bewitched on TV or I Dream of Genie or even Practical Magic, which is a movie I love. But it's more than that, okay? It's about you coming back to whom you are, your soul's essence. So, Marie, thanks so much for uh, writing the book and being here to share it with me today. Or with us, I should say. Thank you for having me. It's always such a pleasure. Always. Yes, and to the audience, I truly thank you, and I'm truly honored and appreciate your time and attention. And I want everyone to remember that the most important choice that you make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of discovering your new witch. Abundant blessings, light and love to all. Agape. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.